Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here's Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is now and ever shall be. Good morning. Good morning, Father. This morning, what I'd like you to do very briefly is to reminisce about the most important moments in your life, or the most important event in your life, whether that's the day you met your spouse, uh, the day you saw your first child born, um, your wedding day, first day that your child went to school, the day that you accomplished some great thing in your work, something of that nature. And now imagine that you were able to experience this one seminal moment of your life again and invite all of these people that are now in your life that maybe weren't there to see it, to experience it once again with you. And now imagine your closest relatives, your friends, your family, saying to you on the day that this event was supposed to take place, saying to you, please excuse me, there's this piece of land out here that I need to go inspect. Or please excuse me, uh, I have a pair, of some, a pair of oxen that I need to go get. Or uh, I just got married and I now need to spend time with my wife. Sounds kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? Of course, these things are from today's parable in the Gospel that this great man prepares a feast, invites all of his friends, and all of his friends come up with these lame excuses not to come. And to put this into context of what the church is trying to say today, this is the, this is two Sundays out from Christmas. And on this Sunday, the church remembers what are known as the forefathers of Christ. All of the people from the Old Testament that are the ancestors of Christ, that existed before the law, that through their efforts and their faithfulness and their holiness prepared the way for Christ, and more specifically, the Virgin Mary. And if we understand that the banquet that is being prepared is the banquet that is set before you today, we begin to understand that the preparation that the parable talks about is not simply going to the grocery store, gathering all of your ingredients and cooking them, the preparation involved in this feast required generation after generation after generation. And it culminates in something I think that you and I both tend to take for granted what happens today. 
what happens every time we do a, a liturgy. I mean, we, we do them so often that, you know, familiarity can, you know, foster contempt that we take for granted and don't think highly enough of what actually goes on here. And to sort of give you a, a hint at the magnitude of what God accomplishes today and at every liturgy, I want to read you a hymn from the canon of Christmas. O my soul, magnify her who is greater in honor and in glory than the armies of heaven. Again, the preparation required for producing the Virgin Mary took generations. And in her own life, she had to go to the temple and be in the Holy of Holies. She had to live a life of purity so that we could truly say that she is greater in glory than all of the angels, Gabriel and Michael, the host of heavens. This young woman is greater in honor than them all. I see here a strange and paradoxical mystery. For behold, the grotto is heaven, this cave in which Christ was born. It's heaven because God is there. In turn, we can look at this humble building with all of its creaks and groans with all of the little pock marks and the the dirt, the soot, the the old paint. This is heaven because God is here. Cherubic throne is the Virgin. And we hear from the apocalyptic writings, these visions of the throne of God, where the cherubim, the many-eyed cherubim, are holding up the throne of God upon which God sits. Well, now that throne is the Virgin Mary, because Christ sits upon her. And in this cave, the cherubim surround her as they do the throne of God in heaven. The manger is a grand space. The small little cave where they keep the animals is grand because God is uncontainable. He is without end. He is capable of holding the entire universe. And if you believe those things that some of the more philosophical scientists say, all the multiverses in the palm of his hand, And yet he is in that small cave. He is here in this tiny little building. So this tiny little building is a grand space wider than the heavens because God is here. Christ, in which Christ our God, the uncontainable, reclined as a babe. Think about that for a second. Think about the magnitude of that reality. The creator of all things 
He who by a word can change everything. He who by his will and his will alone sustains everything from the small little bacteria that are swimming around in our mouths to the most distant red giant stars. This God, this creator of all things, humbled himself and became a human being, took on my flesh, took on my soul so that I could know him and be with him. Whom in extolling do we magnify? That's a bold claim, isn't it? That we mere human beings are capable in any way, shape, or form of saying enough about what has been prepared for us. And in turn, this challenges us. Do we magnify him? Do we do those things and say those things that make the world aware of the magnitude of his grace, of his love, of his humility, of all of the things that he has done for us? The generations that he took to prepare this feast so that we might approach and not just take some bread and some wine, but to be partakers of his very nature so that we might share in his eternity, that we might share in his grace, that we might share in his glory, that we might enter into his kingdom which has no end. So let us reflect on our own lives and see how many times we make excuses to avoid this banquet, to avoid speaking about the magnitude of what it means and what it does, of the excuses that we make to not magnify our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ who does do so much for each and every one of us. Therefore, let us begin to live a life where as small, insignificant, and incapable as we are, that we start living a life which indeed does magnify all that Christ has done for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and to the ages of ages. Thank you for listening to Annunciation with Father David. If you would like to speak with someone at Annunciation or visit us, you can find contact information, directions, and service times at our website at annunciationdecatur.org. The chant at the beginning and end of this podcast is the Byzantine hymn, Kentuckian of the Mother of God, sung by Capella Romana. For more information, go to their website at capellaromana.org.